Hello, my friends. It's Ryan from the Prolific Creator Podcast. Now, many of you have asked, hey, Ryan, how do I support the show? Well, I finally listened. Starting today, you can subscribe to the Prolific Creator Plus on ACAST Plus for $3 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. No apps to download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Get access to the entire archive of Prolific Creator Awesomeness. Over 160 episodes going back to 2017. Yes, that's right, my friends. A plethora of information and inspiration, tips, tricks, and interviews to get your art and work into the world. Remember those ads? Say bye, bye, bye. Wait, there's more. For $5 a month, you can get access to the full prolific creator experience. This includes the full archives, early access to episodes, listener Q&A, book and movie reviews, and interviews not for the public, and perhaps any other awesomeness I might do on the microphone. Sounds awesome, right? Yeah, it does, Ryan. If you want to listen for free, you'll notice the last 50 episodes or so will always be available wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, by subscribing today, you don't have to download any new apps, and you can simply keep listening on the podcast platform you prefer. Cool. Okay. Cool. Thanks for your love and support in advance. Simply click on the link in the show notes or on my website, and it'll take you where you need to go. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Prolific Writer Podcast, where speed's the name of the game. Follow an indie author and publisher and his guests as they share inspiration, tips, and advice on writing fast, writing often, and writing well. So you can do the same. Here's Ryan. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another Motivation Mondays. A little motivation on your Monday to get your writing kicked off in the right direction. A little mini show, a little micro show. And uh, we've been doing the, these shows for a couple months now. And if you haven't had a chance, go t- take a look, take a look, take a listen to the past episodes uh, just to, to kind of get you going. And uh, I know writing can be a head game. And sometimes we just need a little thought, a little idea, a little inspiration to keep on going, getting those words on the page. And today, I wanted to talk a little bit about something I've written about. And I, I write about it often in different shapes and sizes. And today I want to talk about for a few moments is the five advantages of being a prolific writer, the five advantages of being a prolific writer. And I was inspired and and encouraged uh, to write this post by a quote that I read in a biography, um, Isaac Asimov, who was a very prolific science fiction writer, also nonfiction writer, and wrote over 600 different books and novels and plays and all kinds of things and did it in the days of typewriters and uh, no computers and uh, and it was just a very prolific writer and he would argue for being prolific and and saying let's not just write one thing let's write multiple things and there's a very strategic thing behind being a prolific creator and again however we define being prolific i mean it doesn't mean you have to write you know a novel every month or a book every you know few weeks but a consistent output of work and i'm going to read this quote and then I'm going to give you five advantages for being a prolific writer and something that I, I feel strongly about 
And also hopefully you'll see it as an encouragement because I know the moment we talk about, you know, writing fast and often and well, we, we kind of freak out and you know, I could never be like that, or I can never type that fast or whatever it is. Um, but listen to this, this quote from Isaac Asimov, the sci-fi writer. He says, one advantage of being prolific is it reduces the importance of any one book. By the time one particular book is published, the prolific writer hasn't much time to worry about how it will be received or how it will sell. By then, he has already sold several others and is working on still others, and it is these that concern him. This intensifies the peace and calm of his life. So Asimov says some some pretty astounding things here in this quote in his biography called The Good Life. And and so the the first advantage of being a prolific writer, a, a prolific creator, if you will, is no one book is that important. No one book is that important. And and what that means is that you know often we can get so caught up in how important this one book is, you know, just getting that one book out or, or, or we, we caress and we massage and, and, and we, we just love this thing, this, this one thing. But if you're very prolific, you don't obsess over that one book. It's not that important because the past and the present don't have, you don't have time to obsess over that one thing. And so, you know, these, these writers of the past and, and, and the present prolific writers, they, they're just not obsessing over that one thing. They, they kind of go, oh, yeah, I did that. That's right. But it's not that important. Now, now, again, that doesn't demean your work by any means. But if you know that you're going to be writing other things and you're going to be prolific, that one thing doesn't have the weight that it, it should and it shouldn't overwhelm us. Another advantage, a second advantage of being a prolific writer is... There's no time to dwell on sales, reviews, and reception. And this was a really key point with Asimov was if you're a prolific writer, again, that one book might sell well, it might do okay, might do average, it might not sell at all. That one article you know, might get a lot of readers, it might not get any. And also, you know, we obsess over reviews, we obsess over critics, we obsess over, you know, what are people going to say? What are they going to think? And yet, if you're a prolific writer, is that you move on from that last thing. You produce the work, you put it out there, and you move on to the next thing. And so you're not obsessing over your sales dashboard or your clicks or your views or your reads. You're moving on to the next thing or how well it's received. You know, Did I get the critical acclaim that I wanted? Was it the, ne- the next great American novel? All those things don't really matter because we're already moving on to the next thing. We're not dwelling on those things. We're not letting those things overwhelm us. So that's another reason why we need to be, or I should say, at least consider being a prolific writer, a prolific creator. Now, the third one, which I think is really interesting that Asimov mentions is he says it intensifies peace and calm for the writer. How so? I mean, if we're writing at this, you know, productive clip and we're creating a lot of work and we're getting stuff out there, like, like how does that make us peace and calm? Well, he makes it really clear. That he says, even if one book doesn't do well, all the books as a whole are bringing in money and one fall short isn't noticeable. Even the publisher can take that attitude. And so that was a a quote in later in, in his book. He says, even if one book doesn't do well, all the books as a whole are bringing in money and one fall short isn't noticeable. Even the publisher can take that attitude. 
And, and so his his thing is by being prolific, it actually brings calm to your life. It brings peace to your life because again, you're not obsessing over that one thing. You're not obsessing over that one book and how the sales are doing or how it's not doing or how it's reviewed because you're already working on the other thing. And so it, it gives you this this sense of as a whole, I may have books that are selling a ton and I may have books that are selling nothing, but as a whole, I'm doing okay. There's a, a trickle effect, if you will. And I think the future of writing and publishing isn't going to be the one who's just writing that one book, but it's going to be people that are they're writing at a prolific pace and they're actually finding calm and peace because they go, hey, I want to I tell these stories. I want to get my message out in the world. I want to make a difference. And, and so I'm not just going to write one thing or two things. I'm going to write you know, 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 things. And it, it brings a peace and a calm to my life because I, again, I'm not obsessing over that one thing and, and how high it goes or how low it goes. It doesn't mean, and again, this is not a conversation about just throwing things against the wall and about, you know, quantity versus quality. I think by quantity, we do get quality by, but the more you write, the more you learn uh, your craft, the more you find your voice is you're going to write better, better stuff. But it also, by being prolific, it's going to help your life so that you're not overwhelmed by that one thing. Because I see a lot of authors with that one book and they market it to death and they spend all this money. And it's not doing what they want to. And they, they want to jump out of the window rather than saying, hey, I got five more books in me. Let, let's move on to the next thing. All right. So it intensifies peace and calm. Now, a fourth advantage is the whole is better than the parts. The whole is better than the parts. So that one book, that one article is not going to break you. That, that if you have a massive backlist and, and different entry points for your readers when you're working at a prolific pace... You're never going to bank your livelihood on that one project. That one project's not going to make or break you. And that actually feeds into our last point about that, that calm and that peace that comes when you know that you're writing different things and you're, you're getting more work out into the world. And, and so that steady trickle of money from dozens of books on multiple platforms and in multiple sales channels are, are always going to win over that one hit wonder. And so everyone's trying to get on that, you know, that bestseller list. But, you know, what if I know a lot of authors that have written a ton of stuff and they've never had a bestseller yet. They make a good living with their writing. It's because it's a slow, small trickle, but it comes in from different tons of different platforms, different channels. So the whole is always better than the parts. And so the fifth advantage of being prolific, which I think feeds this one as well. And I love this one is it's easier to experiment when you're prolific. Asimov said, it also makes it easier to experiment. If an experimental short story goes sour, well, what's one story in hundreds? And you see, Asimov didn't have tons and tons of bestsellers. He did, did very well. I mean, he had 600 things out in the world, fiction, nonfiction, all kinds of stuff. But he wrote tons and tons of short stories. And if you write 100 stories... You can experiment with a lot of those. You can try different things, try different voices, try different points of view, try different genres, right? And, and if one works, great. If it, the other one doesn't, that's fine. You can experiment. Then you can experiment with your books. Try different, again, genres, try different lengths, try, you know, uh, a YA, try a thriller, try, you know, a nonfiction book, try a spiritual book, whatever it is. It gives you a lot of freedom to experiment. And so... By cranking up our productivity, by cranking up our prolificness, we have these, these great advantages that a lot of people don't think about because we think, oh, it's just, you know, I got to write that one great book and that's going to be the thing that's going to get me on a beach and retired. But, but you know, that, no, that one book isn't that important. We don't have to dwell on sales, reviews, and reception. It's going to intensify our peace and our calm. 
The whole is always better than the parts and it's a lot easier to experiment. So these are five reasons why being prolific, a prolific writer, uh, why there's great advantage to that. So if you're listening to this and, and maybe you are just trying to get your, your, your first book out or your first, you know, you're trying to try to try to start a blog or w- whatever it is, consider being prolific, consider cranking up your productivity for the reasons that, that I mentioned today. And I hope that's an encouragement because I know it can bring more peace and more calm into your life because you're never banking on any one thing. So thank you, Isaac Asimov, for your wisdom and your insight into helping us become more prolific. I love it. And thank you, uh, Prolific Writer Nation, for listening to the sh- show, for following along. Uh, thank you for all your kind emails and, uh, and interview suggestions. We're going to have some more interviews coming up, as always. Uh, later in the week and in the coming weeks. And, uh, and if you get a chance, go check out the prolificwriter.net. A lot of great writing resources on the website. A lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe. And so I hope you were encouraged this week. Hope you were motivated. And I just have one more thing to say before I go. Let's get those words on the page. And this is your prolific writer host, Ryan J. Pelton. And I will talk to you real, real soon. Join us each Wednesday on the Mondo Method Podcast, brought to you by Project Entertainment Network. The Mondo Method Podcast features authors Armand Rosamilia and Chuck Buddha as they discuss the writing process from both the veteran and the novice perspectives. Each episode ends with a segment called Marketing Morsels, where expert publicist Aaron Sweet Almahari teaches everyone how to promote their work and sell more books. Check us out on the Mondo Method Podcast on Project Entertainment Network. This has been an exclusive presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.